if I can't, as the leader of an organization, create a big, hairy, audacious goal, why do I expect anybody on my team to want to be at my organization? We don't know where we're going. Welcome to the GrowAbility Podcast, teaching business and nonprofit leaders a more excellent way to run a business. Visit growability.com for your leadership, coaching, consultation, and business collaboration needs. Today's episode is about big, hairy, audacious goals. Here are your hosts, Joshua McLeod and Bernie Anderson. People who have big, hairy, audacious goals are inspiring. When I think of a big, hairy, audacious goal, the thing that I want to know is, in 20 years from now, what is the impact that this business or organization will be able to make in society? Think, yeah. think about Steve Jobs. I was watching this video where Steve Jobs, he, he still had hair. So this is like a while ago. <laughs> and he was giving a he was giving a talk, I think it was to his team. And he started out and he was talking about how Scientific America did a study and discovered yeah. that the fastest and most energy efficient animal was the condor. Gotcha. So yeah. something about the wingspan and how they made use of currents. But then they compared that condor study to a person on a bicycle. Mm -hmm. And the person on the bicycle actually used so much less energy than a condor to go so much faster and so much further. Right. And so Steve Jobs was talking about his fascination with technology of we can use technology to amplify human ability. Yeah. Like a condor can't get on a bicycle. They can't go anywhere. But a human can right. use a bike to amplify the ability of man. Yeah. So then he started talking about how the challenge with technology is the learning curve. Mm -hmm. If I want to pick up a computer and start using it, it's so complex. So this is back in like Apple One or Apple Two E, where every right. there's DOS and you have to type in <laughs> notes. See, we remember wanna, what DOS is. So, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. no Windows. You know, <laughs> right, I have to right. read a manual that's this thick to be able to leverage even a, a bit of the power yeah. in this computer. What Steve Jobs did is he said, "Why don't we?" make technology that doesn't require an incredibly steep learning curve. And let's make it the big, hairy, audacious goal that we yeah. can solve the problem of the necessary pre-education to using mm -hmm. a device. So now you've got an iPad where my two-year-old can get on and he knows how to turn on Paw Patrol. Right. <laughs> he can find the button, <laughs> he can find the season. He's like, no, I'm not really on this episode. If Steve Jobs never had the clarity on the big, hairy, audacious goal, right. then we wouldn't have iPads and we wouldn't have iPhones and we wouldn't yeah. you know, have these different things. Here's what, what I hear you saying, Joshua, and I think this is an important piece to this. A big, hairy, audacious goal is not a quantity goal necessarily. It's not inspiring to say, hey, last month we made 500 widgets and this month we're going to make 800 widgets. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. You know, like that's not super inspiring to me. Why are we going to have a new thing? Why is that important? How is that going to create abundance? You know, how is that going to simplify complexity? And how is that going to, to tie into what we really want to see as our big vision of the future? If I can't, as the leader of an organization, create a big, hairy, audacious goal, why do I expect anybody on my team to want to be at my organization? We don't know where we're going. Let's put a real life example on it. Um, sure. So okay. one is growability. 
Our big, hairy, audacious goal is to see thousands of leadership coaches located throughout the world, equipping leaders to cultivate vision, rhythm, and community. Yeah. So by 2040, we want to operate in 100 cities globally and have served 100,000 leaders, mm-hmm. which, you know, if you impact 100,000 leaders yeah. and you help those leaders cultivate vision, rhythm, and community, you're going to impact millions and millions and millions of lives. Yeah. Like there's thousands of relief programs and cities and kings yeah. and so many people are going to be impacted if we impact 100,000 leaders. So that's mm-hmm. a big, hairy, audacious goal. But what that does for me is it says, okay, if in 2040, I want to have impacted 100,000 leaders, what do I need to accomplish in the next five years? Right. If in 2040, I want to have 100 cities impacted, Mm -hmm. how many cities do I need to have impacted in the next five years? Yeah. If I don't have that data, if I don't have that idea, when I create my one-year goal, and my quarterly goals, I'm really just blowing smoke. I don't have any, I'm not sewing in the right direction. You are listening to the GrowAbility Podcast. This podcast is edited from the GrowAbility Live Lunch and Learn, streamed live each week at 12 o'clock Central Time on Facebook and YouTube. Every great business leader should have a coach. Visit growability.com to find the perfect coach for your leadership needs. I was on a trip to South Africa with one of the most dynamic people I've ever met. Right. We were hanging out for like a couple days in the slum in Kailisha. So there's a million people. It's crazy. You've got this a million people living in just absolute poverty at the lowest rung on Maslow's hierarchy. They don't, they're struggling with clean water and stuff. And then they have this big 20 foot wall next to the highway. On the other side, it looks like L.A. (laughs) You've got all of these big, nice strip malls and banks. You know, it's the other side of the tracks. But instead of like just having the tracks, they built this huge 20 foot wall. So you've got. Well, that way you don't have to look at the poor people. We don't have to look at the the poor people. They're they're not disturbing our view. They're going to stay over here on this side of the wall. And then we've got this opulence on the other side. Wow. So I talked to young Om. We're hanging out and he says, oh, you're American. And I'm like, yep. And he's like you know what your problem is? <laughs> and I, I love, you know, conversations that start with that. Like, do I know? Yeah, no, I don't know. But I, I, I have a, I have a sense that I'm about to know what my I may know is. soon. Yes. So he, he says, your problem is, is all you Americans focus so much on security that you never do amazing things. And I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, okay, if I give you a million dollars right now, what would you do with it? And I was like, ah, man, I'm not sure. And he said, you would put it in the bank for security. You're an American. (laughs) He's like, the first thing you would do is you put it in the bank. He said, now, let me ask you, you asked me that question. If if you give me a million dollars right now, what would you do with it? And so I said, okay, young, what would you do? And then he said, well, I've already built 20 daycare centers in the Kyalisha slum and a training center and a job vocational training. And we have 70 outreach programs and we're doing all of this stuff. And he wow. says, now I've got the next $10 million plan. And then he said, so let me ask this question. If, if you don't have a plan for creating abundance for others with your million dollars, I'm going to put in your hand, then why is God going to bless you with a million dollars? What you would likely do with it is put it in the bank for security. And that's yeah. not going to do anybody any good. So that's why right. I'm not going to give you a million dollars. So when I came back from that trip, wow. um, I actually created a million dollar spending plan. 
one of the initiatives that came out of that planning meeting was a nonprofit that I started called Instruments of Joy. Mm-hmm. So with Instruments of Joy, I wanted to give 10,000 quality musical instruments to musicians in need. Mm-hmm. And to date, we've given out like 550 instruments in 63 countries. Yeah. If you think about a $300 per instrument average times 500 and some, I'm, it's it's wow. nowhere near a million. But when I get to 10,000, <laughs> 10,000, yeah. then, you know, I'll have reached that big, hairy, audacious goal. Having that big, hairy, audacious goal becomes such a simplifier for everything yeah. that I do in the organization. My 20-year right. goal becomes a five-year goal. In five years, I need to have a couple more cities where they're giving away instruments. Okay, those cities becomes a one-year goal. Okay, that one-year goal becomes a quarterly goal. And now I, when I'm working today, I'm actually connected to wow. 20 years down the road. Right. And the things that I do today are yeah. accomplishing 20 years down the road vision yeah. simply because I have that big, hairy, audacious goal. Well, and you know, what's what I think is helpful, at least is helpful for me. So like we're currently talking to each other at the end of a year long pandemic, right? Yeah. Like we the last year was incredibly disruptive for the entire world and it's ongoing. I mean, India and with the rest of the world. I think one of the things that having long-term goals does is it, you just like your path is just a little different, but your end stays the same because you're following a map that's bigger than just a six months or one year or even two years, three years. I I think the 20 year thing is really powerful for that purpose. Yeah. And I I think that if I have a goal that's fundamentally unreasonable and unattainable, Mm -hmm. great. So what's going to happen, Bernie, if our, we're trying to help 100,000 leaders. We're trying to equip 100,000 yep. leaders around the globe, and we only get to like 60,000. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, oh, no, no. we failed. Oh, we, this is so <laughs> terrible. So for me, right. for people that want to say, oh, you're just trying to do something big, and you're just trying to have like all these dollars, and you're just trying to have all of this stuff – I personally love to set goals where it's worth it to do if I only impact one. Yeah. But it's really great if I can impact a multitude. Right. 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 So like instruments of joy. If somehow something happens, we don't have any more money. We don't have any more instruments collected. I can't get any more instruments out. We just get one more. Yeah. Worth it. But if I'm able to get a thousand more, super worth it. Instrumentsofjoy.org. Thank you for listening to the Growability Podcast. We hope this episode helps you run your business in a more excellent way. The mission of Growability is to equip leaders to flourish in their life and work by developing vision, rhythm, and community. Visit growability.com for more information and to talk with a Growability coach.